have a place on the ballot. Beyond that, I can't predict. That's where you would come in. He spoke almost wistfully now, which might have been a ploy, though he sounded sincere. You're a lawyer, isn't that so? Do you need a lawyer? I own a biotechnology company. The mayor is trying to chase us out of Telford. If I don't run against him, I'll take him to court. I circled the office, closing windows, turning off fans. Near the rent-a-receptionist's desk, I paused to switch off a lamp, and from there I veered toward the door. Sounds like a long story. Let's talk tomorrow. Why not tonight, after your other business? Wait, I'll give you a retainer. You can always return it if you decide you can't help me. Minus your consultation fee, of course. Ten thousand, just to hold my place? Words like sorry and no way died in my throat. Twenty? Mr. Renfro. He took out his checkbook. Let's make it twenty thousand. Before I could tell him I don't charge for the first consult, he'd signed the check, and then the sight of four zeros hitched to that too froze my tongue. Twenty thousand was way too much money for my vanilla advice. Of course, if he wanted tutti-frutti lawyering, too. He moved closer, the check dangling from his fingers. Take it. Deposit it. The money will help you think. And please, call me Chaz. I pondered my naughty situation, flip-flopping like a political hack. A debt-ridden Californian, I lived alone in the tight heart of New England, a life that lacked the simplicity only money or love can deliver. Love, I flipped, wasn't numbers on a check. But money, I flopped, certainly was. Um, Chaz, my policy- Ms. Callisto, Susan, I'm drowning in deadlines. His words broke through my dither, and I averted my eyes from the check, tripping over the plant table on my way out the door. Why didn't you come to me weeks ago? I only just made up my mind. He kept to an easy pace as I charged down the hall, his long strides putting him slightly in the lead. You said it yourself. I've got four days to file my papers. I need to discuss things with you tonight. Have dinner with me. Even campaign doctors need to eat. Our arms touched, and I drew myself in. The man unsettled me, his money, his irony. Or maybe it was something much simpler. Something I tried not to think about since Detective Lieutenant Michael Benedict stopped coming around. Inside the freight elevator, I caught a whiff of Renfro's aftershave, old-fashioned bay rum. Michael had used it once in a while, and I liked the scent, cozy with an edge, like Michael himself. My eyes closed, the elevator descended, and my loneliness retreated for the length of the ride. Renfro didn't intrude on my silence. He seemed to shift his demeanor effortlessly, a useful trait in a politician. On the ground floor, we passed the harpsichord factory, closed, and Boris's bakery, still exuding cinnamony, chocolatey aromas. I hadn't eaten all day, unless coffee counts, and for once, the smells stirred my never-robust appetite. The exit door opened on a steamy twilight and locked behind us with such a definitive click I wished it were Friday, when I'd be off to the Cape for a weekend with friends. As we closed in on my twenty-year-old Beamer, the little engine that usually couldn't, Renfro's aftershave bombarded me with reassurances. Or were they pheromones? What about it? He said. There's an all-night diner on Milk Street. Would it kill me to listen? I could modify my policy on first consults and let him pay me a few bucks to tell him not to run. Not dinner, coffee, at Freddy's Donuts. The neighborhood pit stop was just visible at the end of the block. 8.30.
I'll be there with bells on, although you should know. He hung on to my car door while I eased inside. I am much more convincing over dinner than donuts. All the more reason for Freddy's. I rolled down the window, and like a trout rising to a fly, I snagged the check he was holding out to me, just to hold his place. U.S. trust reared up on my left. $20,000 would lop a chunk off debt I'd incurred going solo, with a cushion left over for a few paltry extras, like rent. In a matter of seconds, I could slip Renfro's check into the ATM machine and come away moored in safe harbors. On the other hand, the bank whizzed past. I'm the erstwhile Boston real estate specialist who traded buttoned-up security at Fairchild, Volpe, Weiss, and McGrath for jeans and sandals in Waltham. Truth is, I have more problems around authority than I do around money. Freedom really.